In this episode, we look at how coffee affects you. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Sorry, just uh, having a sip of my iced coffee here. Uh, welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're looking at coffee and its effects on your brain. Can you guess what the most commonly used psychoactive substance in the world is? It's caffeine. We are going to be talking about caffeine and the brain, whether you're consuming it in a coffee, tea, or soda. Caffeine is ridiculously commonplace in our society, and it's nearly impossible to go a day without consuming it ourselves or being around someone who is. The average caffeine consumption globally is about 76 milligrams per person per day. But here in the U.S. and in Canada, we consume an average of about 210 to 238 milligrams per person. In Sweden and Finland, caffeine consumption is about 400 milligrams per person. Now, these countries consume about 80% of their caffeine from coffee, but in the UK, which has a similar consumption rate, they actually get most of their caffeine from tea. So, yeah, humans as a species love caffeine, and there are some good reasons why. That's why we're going to be digging into it today. Why do we love it so much, and is it actually good for us? When we think about the effects of caffeine on our bodies and brains, we think about two things. The initial caffeine high that hits us right after we finish consuming it and the withdrawal that we feel when we haven't had it in a while. Ever had a caffeine headache or just thought that if only you could get to the coffee shop fast enough, you could finally start your day? None of us are immune to how ingrained coffee and caffeine consumption is in our society. And it makes sense. There's a reason that caffeine is considered a drug. And like all drugs, it can be abused in a society where productivity is measured above all else. Those awful withdrawal symptoms include headaches, fatigue, general weakness, drowsiness, depression, anxiety. And honestly, it doesn't stop there. Now, of course, it's going to depend on our average daily consumption. But the point is that withdrawing from caffeine is not a fun experience. It can be bad. And drinking coffee is about more than the caffeine intake. Many of us use coffee as an excuse to socialize. Almost anything could be discussed over a cup of coffee. And in many offices, a coffee break has become the modern day equivalent to taking a smoke break. It's a chance to meet with coworkers and talk about things unrelated to work. And there are a few good reasons why our brains crave it so much. Caffeine is a central nervous system stimulant. When consumed, it interacts with adenosine, which is a molecule in the brain that contributes to sleepiness. Throughout the day, adenosine builds up in our brain so that by the end of the day, we're tired enough to go to sleep. But when we consume coffee, those caffeine molecules are taken up by the adenosine receptors. Because they're honestly molecularly pretty sim similar. When adenosine is blocked, so is the drowsiness that accompanies it. In short, it boosts our brain function. It stimulates other neurotransmitters, including noradrenaline, dopamine, and serotonin. 
Caffeine also has some great physical benefits in the body. It has anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties that attack free radicals, unstable atoms that contribute to illness and aging, and help keep our body healthy. Additionally, there are some theories arising that coffee may help prevent Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and dementia. A recent meta-analysis found that a 17 to 20% there was a lower risk of Alzheimer's in patients who regularly consumed a cup of coffee a day. Research here, of course, is currently developing, but the effects that caffeine may have on memory are revolutionary. And so this is where I, I need to be honest with you. When we started working on this episode, we assumed that we'd find a truckload of information about how caffeine hurts us more than it helps. What we actually found, though, among many sources, is that caffeine and coffee in general is another one of those things that's actually pretty good for you in moderation. But of course, overdoing it can have some negative effects because just like all other drugs, we tend to build a tolerance to caffeine, which encourages us to have to drink more and more of it over time to have the same effects that we used to. And additionally, caffeine is addictive. I can recall many times when I just felt like my day couldn't start until I had that cup of coffee. But the energy always wears off. And when we drink it later in the day, we run the risk of messing with our sleep pattern. In excess, caffeine can cause anxiety, heart palpitations, and jitters. So if you are expecting me to tell you today to cut the caffeine, I honestly have good news for you. Drinking it in moderation can be beneficial for your brain and your body. But don't overdo it. Stay hydrated and don't deny your body of the rest it needs. We know it's hard, especially with deadlines and busy schedules, but in order to be our best selves, we need to rest to recharge. And caffeine is going to get in the way of that if we overdo it. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Tiny Leaps Big Changes. Just to reiterate that last point, caffeine isn't a bad thing inherently. It can be good for us. The problem is when we overdo it. So rather than worrying about, oh, should I cut out coffee altogether? Should I just stop consuming caffeine? Just do it in moderation. Because as with all things, it can be valuable to us if we allow it to be. I want to encourage you to check out the resources in the description for today's episode. As always, they are massively, massively valuable. They are written by professionals and they can help you improve your knowledge of this topic. So click the links in the description of this episode wherever you're consuming it. I also want to encourage you to check out another podcast here on the TLBC Media Network. It's called Happy Brain. It's all about the little things you can do to improve your mental health and make your brain a little bit happier. Just do a search for Happy Brain wherever you get your podcasts. Now that you're done with this episode, it's actually a perfect time to go over to Happy Brain and check out her most recent episode. Be sure to tell Heather that I sent you. Thank you again for being here. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.